This week we discuss Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, it's a 2010 action comedy film written and produced and directed by Edgar Wright. And it's based on the graphic novel Scott Pilgrim by Brian Lee O'Malley. Hey, listen, this is one you want to listen for for sure. So make sure you get on the line and check it out. Welcome to Adult Beverage Podcast, where we will be talking films, new and old. He's looking at you, kid. Did we just become best friends? Yep. As well as anything else in the entertainment world, while enjoying an adult beverage in hand. Well, welcome back to Adult Beverage <laughs> Film Podcast. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, welcome back to uh, having all of you guys back. I'm excited. So today we got here with us uh, live is, uh, and, we're, and we're doing this Hello. all remotely again, uh, Laura Truman hey. and Squeaker hanging out from his house with his new beard. And I wish you guys could hair. see a picture of this. It's like... Uh, you look like a beetle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I keep waiting for the Sasquatch uh, sign Sasquatch. to pop up somewhere, you know. Hello. And Patrick Keenan. Oh, you know, just uh, oh, kind of staying Patrick? locked down. Perfect. <laughs> and I'm Kent Smith, and uh, we've got an exciting film uh, for you this week. What I is mean, it? We're, first of all, I, I you know this is a great. It is a great film, and I loved it in when it came out, and I love it now. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Was that the that one that no, you guys studied I, for? I thought we were doing Knives Out. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, that's, that's, that's oh. Another, oh, nice another episode. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it was nice Chris Chow. Evans. That's Chris Evans it. is in nice both of them. <laughs> he is, and he's great in both of them. He is. I just, yeah, that's you know. true. That's uh, actually, he's actually, he is. I think he's he better is. in, in the... Knives Out. He's, uh, he's used better. Yeah. I mean, much better. Because if you're yeah. going to use, because Chris a... Evans needs to be used. He's seasoned. Totally. Totally. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, because I'm going to probably say this a hundred times during the podcast, <laughs> I am addicted to that show, Defending Jacob on Apple TV, Plus, starring Chris Evans. Oh, Yes, and that's great that we brought that Do up because that is it's, a great I, show. So I many people and I can't wait aren't even aware of it, yes. or they don't, I don't have Apple TV. Well, I'm, I'm the one that turned you on. No, to you told me to watch that stupid uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong produced show that I watched ten minutes of. <laughs> what is that? Servant. Which one? I haven't watched servant? it. I still have the. Yeah, you didn't say anything oh, about the servant. Yeah, Jacob. it was good. I, I, yeah, I told you about that one. Because it was on Apple oh, TV's yeah, yeah. front page, and I went, "Oh, no, that's Chris Evans and the Kid from It." Ah, uh, well, I talked about it last last um, podcast, I think. Squeaker's holding up a sign. Well, maybe that says I did. Liar. Um, just yeah, I, I just have nothing to add to this conversation. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm just gonna. Here. <laughs> yeah, and and we also jumped completely off we direction are. of where we we're talking about Scott Pilgrim. Versus the world. So, first of all, how did you guys like it? I didn't like it. <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shake. Okay, let me re- let me let me start over. I didn't like it at first. I had to watch it twice to like it, but I did give it a second chance. 
So you I'm like it now? Surprised. I like it now. I like it better it's now. A... And I have my reasons for not liking it the first time. Oh. I thought you would like this. Well, I think I think it yeah, and and I think you I could understand I, I saw this in the theater and and I was I walked out of there and said, you know, it's a phenomenal movie in my opinion because of the editing process in it and the way they've edited it is just incredible. I mean, there's some really cool, but to also have the composure as a director to be able to pull that off is also another thing too that makes this film jump out to me. But why, Laura, why was the, what was the reason the first time you watched it? Because I think this is a really good way of starting this segment. What okay. about it did you I not thought like the, the casting time? choice for Scott Pilgrim was a terrible choice the first uh, time. You, you're one of those. I, I got gotcha. you. Wait a minute. Are you familiar with the source material? No. No, no. Oh, okay. Uh, not at all. That's, Didn't that's know that's it, it, it was like a video game, kind of, which I was like, okay, so this is right up my alley. I'm going to love it. It's going to be awesome. And then, like, I saw Michael Sarah and I was like, he looks like somebody's ugly little sister. Wait, why, can I ask you a question? Why do girls like him? I don't understand. He, there's nothing about him that I like. And so I did you go in? Uh, that's what I, I was going to say. Do you have a preconceived, like, hate of michael sarah no nope, that... i like okay. him so it was really strange for me not to like him in this role but on second viewing i like him a lot better in the role and i feel like he is suited well for it but yeah no i did not like him at first hmm. <laughs> i think this film too is it's a very sarcastic film so his character is very sarcastic and if you don't like sarcastic humor, oh, I no, could I understand completely humor. why you would not love like this it. film. Or, or right, which is which is why I thought you would be. Me too. Like, I thought this was totally going to be a Laura board movie. On this I, uh, the first I time like- I saw it, I liked it, but then every time mm-hmm. I watch it now, I catch something little going on someplace that I go, "Wow, that's even funnier." Awesome. Yeah. It's a super fast movie too. It cut. It's super fast. It's cut. You know. It, it's really. I think one of the things I think about it is like it's a comic book. Okay, first of all, it's based off a comic book. It's you know a premise, and then the you know the the stories develop. But the way it's done, it's done like the way I read comic books. The first time I read them, I read really fast. I kind of go through. I'm not really looking so much at the pictures, but I, you know, kind of glancing. But I'm reading the story, and I'm kind of working fast. And that's how this felt to me. It was that same way where you, you are reading it. Whereas the second time I, I read a comic book, I'm reading and looking. How at many times do you need to read a comic time, book? And I'm working through it. Okay. I, really? I, I like to watch. I'll read a comic book more than once. I mean, I, I look at it the first time. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. And then the second time, what I do is I kind of take into the whole aspect of the artwork, you know, the appreciation, because I'm, I'm big about that's you know, my number one thing in comic books that I art. like in a comic book. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the first thing that makes me right. buy it, because I look at that first when I'm buying it and I don't read it, you know, and if I like the artwork and I think the style is cool, you know, and the way it's edited in through it, you know, the process, then then I would buy it. You know, if not, um, you know, I, I'm not interested. It doesn't catch my mind. I don't even want to read it, you know, even if it's, you know, one of my favorite you know, characters. But um, this thing here, you know, it's really fast and choppy. It's very much the, like, you know, a, like a Edgar Wright movie. It's, it's uh, got yeah. speed. It's got punch. It's yes. got like 
everything you want kind of in an action movie, even in a, like a romance, it like, it's got everything you want in a movie. <laughs> it's just, I don't know what it was. It's about. so stylized too, that I didn't, the first time I, the first time I saw, did you just Sorry. say his chin? Yeah. The, yeah. Get off of his face. <laughs> Laura, get off of the boys. He's like Canadian, isn't he? Leave him alone. I'm sorry. Ho Hoser. <clears throat> it is. This is a very Canadian movie. Filmed in Toronto. Filmed in Toronto. Uh, the, you know, a lot of, uh, I'm not sure where uh, Edgar Wright is from. England. But I have a feeling yeah, he's, he's British. He was in he? that area. Um, so, so he is. And then, but the writer was from. Yeah from uh toronto so, i just want to jump back uh, to the, the comic style. book thing i think this comes well, across was... it's like as perfect making a movie feel like a comic book as, as as i've ever seen like the the way the scenes switch um some of the graphics he uses on the screen like some of the wording that comes through well it's just perfect. video game it's very video yeah. game too it's so like, like the, when you have the when you have the opening logo of universal and it's done in that like midi file and it's like an 8-bit you know, picture like an old friggin' Nintendo uh, yeah, and the, and the cartridge song. type of thing. It's so cool. And the songs are all in the same way in the beginning, too. You've got that yeah. uh, true video game feel right out of the bat, you know. Uh, but but I, I agree with you on that uh, squeaker, too, is that it's got, uh, you know, a lot of the split screen, which is this is a very good use of, of the split screen aspects. And that's one thing I really liked about it was not. I like the way he used that aspect to tell the story to also condense time in the story. So you're not cutting from, you know, someone on a phone call to back to another person that's off a phone call and they've got this. Um, there's a, a really, uh, I don't know if you guys have watched Fargo, the TV show, but if you want to watch a really good split screen, type in split screen Fargo. Um, and there's a guy that has edited uh, these split screen things, probably as good as anything I've seen out there that gives you a really good analogy on this uh, uh, aspect of what he does in this film. But um, what I like about it is, is he actually uses it where they're looking at each other, but then to, to create the conflict in the story, he turns it away. So they're looking away and that gives you a little more when there's like, when they're not really on the same page uh, feel, uh, as well as you've got situations where he uses that and then he fades out the other person and then he brings them back in on these, on these, uh, split screen, uh, edits, really unique way of doing it. And a very stylized look that he creates with this film, along with the, the whip pans that he used throughout to, you know, move the yeah, story I, forward. So. I'm sure you've looked into it, Kemp, but, um, <laughs> they, they were talking about how, they storyboarded the entire movie, um, like very detailed storyboard. I saw some of the pictures um, a doubt. that they'd used for it earlier today when I was looking. That should be up. easier, though, when it's a comic book to start with. Yeah, I would think. Well, they had something to start with. Right. But but you could tell. I mean, I, I did not know that, but I just assumed because of the way these shots are taken and the way they're whipped and they're because you have to you have to be thinking about your whip pan um, which, and, and for anyone that's listening to whip hand, you know, you're basically swinging the camera. So you're filming. So I'm you, always thinking about Patrick, my, yeah, my whip everybody hand. on this thing. You guys can't <laughs> see everybody's hands, but your, your, your shot is on, on Patrick. And then you, you know, you swing over to Laura, 
but then in that edit, you can cut that edit and then piece it together so it looks like they're all one, you know, even though it was like a one and shot. It was actually it was Edgar Wright's brother, Oscar, who storyboarded um, the whole movie. Oh, or mo- okay, most of the movie. He's a good artist. He's a yeah. great artist. Wow. There you go. <clears throat> Keeping it in the family. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Um, the, from from watching, so the second time, let's let's go to that part of it, uh, Laura. You know, you watch it the second time. How did that change so, your feel after watching it? The first I, w- time? <laughs> I realized I was being overly uh, analytical of the face, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him a chance. He's charming. I like him. I'm going to see how this plays out. So, like the second time, I was like, all right, I'm just going to deal with it. I'm going with it. But then, um, what's her name? Ramona. Ramona reminds me of someone from my past that I that I that I hate. <laughs> Sounds like Laura didn't give this movie a fair chance. Just I tried, I tried twice. <laughs> and I bet I know who Laura needed is. therapy after watching this movie. And... <laughs> but but I liked her. You know what? It, it was like, like when it. she had the pink hair, she was cool. And when she had the green hair, she was cool. But that whole time when she had the blue hair, like she reminded me of somebody that I really, really, really have a problem with. <laughs> Damn. You know, well, you just have you just have problems with people with blue hair. Right? Everybody in Florida. Yeah. You know, you, you totally did make me think of something. I never looked into this. <laughs> Is there anything with the hair color? I know she says she does it randomly, but from a story standpoint, she doesn't half. do it randomly. Yeah. Right, it but, but from a story standpoint, is there anything yeah. that yes. changes yeah. about her depending on her hair color? Like, does anything, anything she when, does? When she goes green, she change? she goes back to Gideon when she's green. True. Yeah. And when she goes blue, that's the first time he's like, "Oh my god, I can't trust her. She's finicky." <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Like, is there symbolism there with any part of the story? And like. I, don't know. I haven't noticed it, but she's probably my least favorite character in the movie. Yeah. Well, she's, you know, she's a yeah, device yeah. in the movie, basically. Uh, and you've got such colorful characters around. Wallace. Uh, Wallace is hysterical. Every time there's a, every time there's a scene in their bed, you're like, how many people are in there this time? Uh, and I, it's so funny, and, and the way they the pop up, and they're just like one, two, three. Uh, it's like, you know what's funny is mm-hmm. that, so this is from 2010, this was made. I didn't know who uh, Brie Larson was back then, and I forgot she was in this movie. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, Envy's Brie Larson. Oh my Lord, Captain Marvel. And really, everybody, everybody in this movie went on to something. Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah, that, there's. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, a lot of people. But I knew them a little bit. This, this was uh, like their launching pad for after a lot this, of like Anna Kendrick and Kieran Culkin and Allison Pill. I've been watching for ages since this movie, and Brie Larson I haven't seen until Captain Marvel. What is it, Scott? I had this totally weird dream. Oh God! What is it, other Scott? Can we skip the dream time? Color me not interested. But there was this girl. Girl. Was this an envy-related dream? No, we don't use the E-word in this house. No, it wasn't her. It was somebody new. <sighs> Yay for that. Speaking of new, weren't you supposed to take your fake high school girlfriend to the library a half hour ago? What? It's like six in the morning. So, yeah, Laura, we're going to go back to you again also on this. And 
and you know, is there characters I, yes. that you don't care yes. for in this there, film? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't much care for Ramona. I really didn't care much for Scott. But I love Wallace, and I love what's her name, Julie. With yeah, the, uh, Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. Oh, she's, mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. is a, a treasure. Evil. She's evil. <laughs> she's she's always evil. This poor actress is always evil. She's just a horrible. No, I hope she's nice and, and you and you feel it. <laughs> she pulls it off. Yeah. Oh, okay. nice? I had you like Ellen Wong or uh, Love Love uh, Nice. Yeah. She was really, really good, and I, I just, I, I'm, you know, I'm surprised that I don't see her in more things um, because I, I thought she did a great job in this, and she was very approachable as you know as an actress and also very she she was i mean comic relief in some ways and yet it was also her character was very you know it Badass. makes a nice little yeah. uh, character glow do you watch glow through yeah is that that roller skating oh, that's roller, right. she is roller girl, uh, isn't derby she? movie or uh, gorgeous uh, ladies in wrestling i've only watched I'm not... <laughs> gorgeous ladies i've only watched the first season I, i've never so, watched it um, what it's wonderful. You would love There's it. so much on TV. It on. <laughs> so much on TV. Yeah. What'd you say, Squeaker? You, you I've hate gotten it less, less interested. I know I've gotten less interested as it goes on. I like the first season a lot. Second, I was kind of iffy. And the third, I haven't even finished. Boo. Yeah. And that can happen. And I think that's sort of, uh, it sort of started to turn for me on that show. And I just, uh, you know, at a point I just said, I think I've seen enough and there's so much other quality good stuff, stuff out there. there so. Yeah, but Knives was cool though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, she played like the, I mean, you know, she was, her character was 17 years old, but she played that perfectly of like boyfriend being in a band, being like the fangirl, wanting to support. Oh, <laughs> um, it was yeah, perfect. So good. <laughs> she, she was perfect for that. Oh yeah. Love. Teen. Plus, it's that uh, that little male fantasy of the Asian schoolgirl in a skirt who goes to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Scott was yeah, he, they mentioned it in the movie. Even. I didn't yeah, have a conversation that's, with that's his uh, sister about sister it. Anna, yeah. Anna Kendrick is just like, please. Oh, she's yeah. so too. And let's talk about her in there. I mean, you know, that was a surprise, you know, when she pops up in there, you know, watching it again. I remember watching it when it first came out. Um, And then, you know, you watch it now and you're just like, whoa, boy, she blossomed into this, you know, megastar, you know, out there um, and what she's been in lately. So it's Mm -hmm. cool to see that there's a lot of people. Young Neil, Johnny Simmons. um, You know, that. Adorbs. I, he was so She's adorable. That, that I, Patrick, and you know, and and you guys realize like the voice that was in in a couple of things. I think, and I'm trying to remember exactly which ones, but you know, Bill Hader yeah. is uh, the voice. He's like the narrator. So I mean, you got to think about some of the people. Oh, oh right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and that was. You know, that was before he was, I mean, yeah, I guess SNL he was, famous, which had his Saturday Night Live stuff. He had whatever that is, mm-hmm. whatever that um, means. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Sometimes it means yeah, more than other that? times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Patrick, um, do you know how many people in this movie went on to become superheroes? Oh, wow. Several. Uh, <laughs> I don't oh, even know if I know the full good. number, but right. I know I, I figured you would know. So we got Chris Evans, yeah. you got Brandon Routh. 
right? Who actually is double dipped in the uh, in the DC pool of heroes because he's on that mm-hmm. League of is it League of Tomorrow or League of something TV show? I don't read DC. Sorry, fans of DC, but he was Superman. Uh, Chris Evans double dipped in the Marvel pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Brie Larson. Brie Larson, yeah. Brie Larson. Uh, I don't know if there's that many more. I think they're probably waiting. Johnny Simmons is like, I could be a superhero. Let me be not a superhero. Yet, not yet. Not yet. You're not ready. <laughs> uh, Aubrey Plaza, if there's like Bitch Girl. Is there a oh, superhero called Bitch Girl? I would buy that movie. <laughs> can't can't start writing a new movie called Bitch Girl. Yeah. Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Bitch Girl. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a good quarantine movie right now. You could do it. You know, it would be really, there's a lot of them out there, I think. And uh, yeah, but I think they're out in public now. Time, people are very so angry. I, unfortunately, we should, they should stay in the house. Been One of my other favorite um, cameos is uh, Mae Whitman, who yes. is also in Arrested Development with Michael Sarah. Oh, I know her from, uh, uh, wasn't she on Parenthood or? Like one of those TV shows. On a show oh, now. I know her from uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. She was the the, the mean spirited mm, Buddhist yeah. girl, yes. which is so bizarre in itself. Yeah, that's very contradictory. It is, which the which the star of uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower yes, mentions during so. the course of the movie. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, you should watch it if you haven't seen it. It's on okay. my list. So, uh, uh, and let me ask this, you had the situation in this film, you know, Sin City came out, I I don't know what year that was, but it was kind of the same thing, Uh, you know, comic book kind of on the edge and telling the story. And it was done such a differently than this one. Do you like this style version better of a comic book or do you like, uh, I think this works for this, this scenario and Sin City, that style worked really well for what it, was yeah since it is so uh, dark like it's, it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> that black and white with some colored elements yeah. uh was really cool but that would look stupid i think that would look stupid with scott pilgrim yeah and and that's one of the things when i was watching you know watching it uh this time i started thinking to myself like what could be different you know we if that you know you had those options to be able to do some of that kind of stuff um you know, what I like about this film, and I think it was really cool, is the use of, like, the animation. Now, they spent a lot of money on this movie. I, oh, really? I mean, it, it lost money. Uh, you know, yeah, I think it was, and don't quote me on this, guys, but I want to say it was an $80 million budget on this film. And, you know, most of it went into, you know, the graphics and all that kind of stuff. Don't forget, I mean, it's it's cool and it's really unique, um, but a lot of the graphics and stuff that were used in it, did that take you away no, from the story? I liked uh, all Laura, of that. The action, uh, the graphics. I thought it was all well incorporated. Mm-hmm. Really, the only problem, the the only problem I had was the casting of Michael Sarah. <laughs> and see, I was the other way. He made me uh I, I was involved in it because of his character and him being so yeah. kind of you know, matter of fact, uh, you know, like almost cocky kind of matter of fact, I'm here. Um, and I thought that was kind of interesting that it, it, it plays in his head too. most of this, you know, he's, he's even seeing the action. I, I, I see him seeing the blackout you know, mouth and he's actually seeing those things. Um, 
uh, instead of it just being that's happening and he's not seeing it. It's kind of like it's part of the whole. Yeah. When I committed to liking him, you know, for um, the purposes of liking the movie, I was like, OK, yeah, yeah, it works. <laughs> this, is my favorite, this is like my favorite Michael Sarah mm-hmm. performance. Really? Yeah. Followed by uh, uh, End of the World. Oh, End I like that one a lot. I like that. Oh, really? I'd put Arrested Development yeah. probably at the top. Is it End of the World or yeah. This is the End? This is the End. This is the End where he, he plays Michael Sarah. Arrested Development. Evil Michael Sarah. Super bad. Okay. I never Super loved that movie, mind. but then. I didn't uh, that movie Good Boys came out recently, which is kind of the tween version of it. And I freaking loved yeah. it. It was adorable. It was like sweet and absolutely gross at some points. But uh, it was a really sweet movie. Patrick loved the tween boys version, of course. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> I thought Superbad was 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 a, a great film. I thought it was, you know, at the time it came out, it was so far ahead of you know anything else that was out there. Um, and I... And I thought, you know, this the the one you're talking about was going to be good, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny, and um, but I'm not going to buy it and put it. My what, good boys and say this is one I'm going to keep. Yes, you know. um, good boys. Yes. Um, you know, I, I thought this movie started right in the very beginning. You start with this this shot of them, the band, you know, kind of playing, and they're in this room, uh, and then the room, of course, becomes this huge long shot, which was really neat to me watching it. Um, and, and, and when I first watched it, I was like, well, I'm sure it's all done. You know, some of this is done digitally, you know, and they've gone in. And then the second, you know, that was when I watched it in the theater. And then when I watched it this time, you know, again, um, I was like, oh, my God, they, you know, they definitely used like a Technocrane and came in and used, you know, the thing, a uh, longer arm well, on Edgar it. Edgar Wright to, said they built an, like a huge set and so, for that scene in particular with the, with the living room. I went on and listened to the director's cut uh, today and was, you know, and then it made more sense to how they actually pulled it off. And, and it was, it was a separate room for it. Like you said, and the carpet was long and, and then they kind of pulled back and then I think they actually pushed the uh, chair in, you know, or pulled it out when they were you know going across with the Technocrane, but the Technocrane, you know, it's basically this huge, like crane arm, long arm, that can is hydraulically pushed all the way through and they can go out to however, you know, whatever the length of the technocrane is. And so it gives you that cool shot, but it's just a really unique shot right off the bat. And at that point I was like, okay, this is going to be something different, you know, and you feel that about the film. Um, the, uh, you know, little movements like that. I mean, this movie, every, pretty much every scene, it, there's something the camera's moving on, like, you know, which adds to the energy to this film. And I thought that was a cool way of doing this to make yeah. it. Well, it's got to be that way. It's a video game watching. fight with a bunch of bosses. So yeah. it's, it's got to keep visual. Uh, right. You know, it's got to keep you visually interested in it. Or you're going to be like, Meh. all the, all the boyfriends are so good. All the exes, excuse me. All the exes. <laughs> League of Eagle Ex- League, League so of Eagle exes. Eleven. Yeah, all the e- the exes that live in Texas. Are it's, really it used good to be my favorite one. was the first um, one, Matthew Patel. Oh, he's great. <laughs> and see, he's the one that to me is the. I, I just was like, I do like Bollywood. the part when it, it goes. Yeah, that's Hollywood, I think why I liked you know, it. It was Bollywood. so funny, the music and all that, and I I do like that part. But up until then, I was like, oh. I don't get. I'm not really sold on. But once they go into the whole email thing, 
Like, d- didn't you read yeah. my email? He was like, I skimmed it. <laughs> yeah, and you got to realize too, this was like 2010, so you know Bollywood was just blowing up right about that time too. With uh, so that was a you know, oh, yeah. and they thought about this from a world. I even laughed when uh, when somebody said that dude's just like a uh, pirate. <laughs> Michael Sarah's like, are are you a pirate? Like it's such a sincere <laughs> line reading of it. Are you a pirate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he had some really, there's some really cool little things. I, I love the shots of him in the, uh, in the house when he's, uh, you know, found out about Ramona and he's looking for, her and he's popping up behind all these places, you know, kind of hiding behind her. They you mean did at the some party? really fun things in it that the first time you watch it, at the party, yeah. And the fun thing, you know, the, the first time you watch it, I, I was kind of like, uh, and then the second time I watched it, it is comical to watch his expressions on it. Like he pulls off these great expressions in, in what, what is just a normal scene. There's nothing yeah. exciting about it. Yeah. Oh, him searching the party for her makes me laugh every time I see it because it's kind of that close-up shot of his his eyes looking back and forth with the music. It's, it's a yeah. Yeah, well, they actually on that shot they put it. You, uh, the way they pulled that off, where you know he, he's kind of floating through the party, which I thought was really unique too. It was like really cool, and and they've got him on a, a dolly and they're pulling him. So you know the camera's on the dolly, and then he's on the front of the dolly, and then they're just pulling him, which makes this feel like he's floating through the party without moving. Um, which was, I mean, that's a clever move from the from the director from Edgar. I mean, he's. He pulls that off in a, in a smart way. So, um, this movie it had, it, it, you know, that women was a key point to this film. Uh, you know, it's all about, you know, their perspective, and that was one thing. You know, listening to the writer and the director that they really wanted to try to do um, was to make sure of that. Do you think that that became that they were big enough importance in this film? Or not enough. And I'm going to ask this to Laura because she's a woman and the rest of us have no just idea a minute. Like woman, so. <laughs> yes. Well, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick's I've got a looked close at second, love from okay? both sides right. now. Love <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Okay. No, I, I think they, they did do a pretty good job. And I really like at the end where it's like everyone realizes that they're their own woman. Knives is like, I'm my own woman. I don't need no man. It's good. Go get her. And she's kind of like, well, I don't, you know, Ramona's like, I don't really, I'm okay by myself. I'll just go off and be miserable somewhere else. It's like, nobody really needs the love of a man at the end, but it's like, okay, well, I'll take it. Except Wallace. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, yes, yes. Wallace is all men. <laughs> and he has like, the love of all the men. Yeah. Wallace is like the level-headed man in this movie where he's constantly making the adjustments to equal out things. Whatever's going on, he comes back with the equal, you know, the version of equal in it. Um, and, and in this case, he equals out with, you know, still in the, you know, the boyfriend, uh, you know, of her, you know, brother there or her sister's uh, boyfriend. So, um, you know, his his character is great. I mean, you know, did that, did, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I thought that part was super, super fun. Uh, 
if 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 there was one part of this film that bothered you, what would it be? Well, we know what bothered me already. <laughs> Michael Sarah's chin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that anything yeah, bothered me in particular. I mean, there were some ex uh boyfriends that were a little bit more exciting than other ones and such, but uh I pretty much went along for the ride. I thought it was just fun. Even when they did the uh what they do with Nega Scott, Nega Scott. And you're going like, ooh, it's gonna be this big thing. Mega and it's Scott, like, oh yeah. no, you know, yeah, we'll do brunch next week. Type of thing. We, it was a, we actually have a lot in common. <laughs> I yeah. think that I think if yeah. anything, Gideon yeah, we, was we not a lot in common. That as good. evil as I I don't know. He yeah. for him to be the one who coordinated all the evil exes and stuff, he you know, Jason Schwartzman's a, a funny actor. So what he did was funny, but it just seemed kind of like it could have been more. I don't know. It could have been more for sure. Yeah. But see, I, I kind of saw that as the point. Like it wasn't like he was this evil genius. He was just like this. He was this just a regular dude. Trying yeah. to control yeah. the girl. And yeah. All right. Okay. What what did you not like anything in it, uh, Squeaker? Um no, I, I think I, I mean I'm with you. I, I went along with everything. I, I thought it was great. Um we can, we can talk about the end a little later, but yeah, I, uh, I, I loved it all. Yeah. I mean, the only things that kind of took me away and I know at that time that was a big thing because you were trying to, you know, JJ Abrams kind of look, but it was the lens flare that bothered me watching it. Now it didn't bother me when I watched it originally, but now watching it, the lens flares, the blue lens flares, you know, trying to be like, uh, it was shot anamorphically kind of bothers me now. Um, and of course that at that time that was, uh, JJ Abrams, you know, superstar look that, you know, I'm sure, uh, Edgar, you know, Wright was trying to say, Hey, check me out for the next, you know, big project. Um, but that was really about it. Other than that, I, I truly was entertained by it. Um, you know, it's, it's a fun movie from, from the very beginning all the way through. And there's nothing that, you know, every time I watch it, I pick up something new about it. So that's a, always, you know, good, you know, to have in, in a, in your back pocket watching it. So. Hey, Knives, this is Steven Stills. He's the talent. Hey. Is she going to geek out on us? She'll just sit in the corner, man. I mean, I want her to geek out on us. She'll geek. She geeks. She has the capacity to geek. What's your favorite t-shirt that's worn in this movie? I mean, there's so many good ones. I love ones. Knives' band shirt that she makes by hand. It's great. It's really, really a, an excellent band t-shirt. Better than any other band t-shirt that you'd find out there. <laughs> My favorite one was the SARS. Uh, you know, because it, it was really funny because that was a big thing in Toronto at that time. You know, it was a big uh, outbreak that actually took place, you know, a, a, you know during the time of uh, 2010, 2009, I guess it was. So it was kind of funny in one way. And, and now looking at it, it's not that funny because we've got a bigger version of it going on, you know, right now. But uh, I thought there were some awesome t-shirts. I mean, I just kept going the Sharpie t-shirt. I was like, Oh, I would wear that. That's cool. <laughs> like, you know, um, I, I figured you guys would have some really, you know, thought provoking. Maybe squeaker. I didn't really have that. I mean, I didn't even notice the t-shirts that much. Not. I mean, I noticed them and I'd be like, uh-huh. But it wasn't so, my thing. What I have, so the t-shirts, and this might lead us into something else, but a lot of the t-shirts were relevant, like 
um, who's the third boyfriend? Um, was Chris Evans the third? One of them had a three. Or no, Todd. Todd was the third boyfriend. He had a three on his shirt. Yeah, there was. A, that's what um, I was leading into. Yes, you've got, and and um, uh, right. Because Scott not Pilgrim's wearing a he's, zero shirt. He's like ground zero. Um, <laughs> right, and then there's a situation where he has a four and a half. Uh, shirt. And a half shirt. Was it him that had the four and a half shirt, or was it? There was a four and a half, and I got to go back on it and watch that part and figure it out. Maybe someone can help us with it. Um, but there's a there's a four and a half, I think was one. But yeah, there's lots of uses of that where they you know use the numbers and the ranking, like of you know where they were. Yeah, I, I looked that up. It said kind of Matthew like Patel has a one chevron on his military jacket. Lucas Lee has the Tibetan symbol for two tattooed on his neck. <laughs> um, Scott fights Roxy in a nightclub called Four. Um, Roxy uh, also has four rips in her leggings. Um, the twins each have a five and a six stenciled on their cuffs. So that's like, you'd really have to be looking closely to see that one. Um, and then mm-hmm. the logo for Gideon Graves is sevens turned on their side. Ah, yes. They, they all kind of have something. And then in addition to Scott's Zero shirt, he likes to drink Coke Zero. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very, very, uh, it, it was brought up very clearly. It was, it was. Side. And I love these, uh, the uh, ex-boyfriends. They were yeah. a lot of fun. I thought Chris Evans was a little bit lackluster the way he bit it. It was just kind of like, <laughs> but he's trying to show off, off into, like uh, trying to like yeah, get him it, 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 it kind of yeah. worked like feeding his ego to try to make him do something <laughs> but it's weird after this big matthew matthew patel uh battle where they're actually fighting and doing a little dance a little fireballs and stuff like that it's very boss level boss uh, level video game type of thing. And then the next one, convince that guy to go ride his skateboard and grind, do the grind thingy down the uh, rail. <laughs> I thought that was, that, I thought that was great because yeah. it took the, he wasn't going to win that fight. And, and he used his head to, True, to battle. But he uh, used his head uh, against Todd, the uh, vegan. There. And that I thought was hysterical because when yeah. Thomas Jane and, uh, Clifton Collins Jr. come in as the vegan police. Oh my God. That was freaking awesome. Awesome. And then they had the little <laughs> high five at the end after they, they get him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then anyway, just Scott sitting there and he and he's doing his little talk about like, you know, well you're you've eaten, you know. Your your drink that you had with had it in it was really a cool way of like time together too. Um, you had that sort of that sarcastic humor throughout it, you know, uh, like arrogant, know everything kind of uh, personality. I like when the police bust um, him and he on, on the chicken and he goes, "Chicken's not vegan." Because he's like, "You idiot!" <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So good. And then the next oh, one with May with May Whitman was the yeah, next it's a lot likes, of fun. Right? After Todd, uh, yeah. what was she? What she, she was after Todd, yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, number go, one is... Let's go through all of them. Matthew Patel. And then the oh. second one is uh, Chris Evans. Or as... as uh, What's his name? Lee something? Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee. His eyebrows in that section messed me up because they were so chiseled into that like... To that like point on top. I was like, what the hell? Yes. And then you had... Uh, uh, Todd. Todd. Uh, and then followed by Mae Whitman. Uh-huh. You can see I only know half the characters' names of the evil <laughs> exes. And then the twins, I can't remember their names. Uh, yeah. What'd you say? Kayanga. But the two twins, that's kind of double dipping when each, or they're not twins, but when the two guys are, uh, they both in one fight. Yeah, so it's kind of like, oh, let's just squeeze these two in here. and uh, <laughs> We got to get to uh, Jason Schwartzman. Pretty Come shaggy. Right oh, God, I need a haircut, don't I? Get rid of these two DJs what? as fast as you can. <laughs> no, sorry, I just, See? I got a bad haircut See? Right before me in my big this ass. Gonna, this is how Hollywood runs. That was so long ago now, I can barely remember. Scott is acutely aware that his last salon haircut took place exactly 431 days ago, three hours before his big breakup. He's been cutting his own hair ever since. So long ago. Squeaker, I know you've got some great quotes from this film. Can you? Uh, give yeah, us, I mean, first uh, of all, I think it's, it's a very quotable movie. Like almost every line is funny. Like everyone gets lines. They don't just give certain characters funny lines. Like almost everybody gets gets funny lines throughout the whole movie, except for maybe Todd. Todd maybe not doesn't. <laughs> Totally agree. Todd was Todd was Todd funny. Didn't though. have anything, but it was it was around Todd because when she goes, when yeah. she goes, uh, when uh, it Captain was his Marvel hair goes, that was funny. Oh, Todd, yeah. you're incorrigible. He goes, I don't even know the meaning of the word, and then it puts up the text and it says, literally, does not know the meaning of the word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was cute. Uh, yeah, but no, after that, that, was, that first was time fun. that uh, uh, Scott's yeah. with Ramona and they're walking outside, he says, hey, so can this not be a one-night stand? For one thing, I didn't even get any. <laughs> He's like, that was a joke. <laughs> it's a story of yeah. Squeaker's life. <laughs> <laughs> we said favorite, not just relatable. <laughs> I, I assume, yes. Yeah, not stories... Not stories that feel real, <laughs> uh, just ones that are There's no comical. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> what else? What else you got? Uh, he says, uh, what else you got? I sort of feel like I'm on drugs when I'm with you. Not that I do drugs, unless you do drugs, in which case I do drugs all the time, every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just sort of feel like I'm on drugs when I'm with you. Not that I do drugs, unless you do drugs, in which case I do drugs all the time. <laughs> Every drug. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just when I'm with you, things sort of seem a little brighter. <laughs> and the way he just he drops those lines are so good because it's almost like he's talking to himself, but he doesn't, wait, did I say that out loud? And oh, and now I've got to kind of correct it. And it's, he's, I mean, I thought his, his comical, you know, decisions in this are just, you know, mm-hmm. from an actor yeah. standpoint, we're really so good. And I, I'm sure they had tons of takes to take from it, but you know, his, even his express, this movie, there's a lot of things in it that's all about the eyes. If you notice, there's just such mannerisms in the eyes that take place, you know, the looking off and forth and uh, that, you know, from an actor's, um, you know, looking at quality acting, 
it really was fun to watch. And, and well, and that's another and, thing you know, that they just pulled it, right so from the comic books because, so. like, they get those close ups of the eyes and they're yeah. darting this way and that way. And oh, it's just that's very good. Very good. Right. What's your third one, Squeaker? Yeah. My, yeah. my third one's kind of like a two parter because it happens earlier and then they call back to it later. Uh, so the first time is when he's sitting there with Wallace. And Wallace says, Break out the L word. Scott says, Lesbian? The other L word said, Lesbian? Lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm not trying to pull one over on you or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he said, he said uh, I wasn't trying to trick you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then that comes up later when he's with yeah. Ramon. He said, I'm in lesbians with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's right. the, whole, the scene ends and then he's sitting there and he says, I said lesbian. <laughs> he like realizes he said it at the end of the scene. Pretty funny. I still like the one where Knives is uh, the first time she's watching Sex bob uh, practice and she looks at uh, young Neil and goes, what do you play? And he goes, Oh, um, Zelda, Tetris. That's kind of a big question. <laughs> I laughed my ass off at that. Yes. Yes. And it also kind of dated it to me. I didn't realize it was supposed to be uh, that far back. Uh, and one of the other things that made oh, me did, laugh yeah. is where Knives, yeah. Knives and uh, Scott are walking and she says, uh, I've never even kissed a guy before. And there's this pause. And he goes, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> And it was it was cute, but there was this perfect uh, pause that, right that before was you one... said that, where you're just like, "Ah, oh, it's a touching." Mo- oh, that's funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are sex mm-hmm. bomb, and we're here to what is it? Uh, we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she was so great. Sex bomb. Who are you talking about, Allison Pill? Because I think Scott yeah. said that one. Uh, Allison oh. Pill is his. She was so angry. She was so she angry. Was so angry. It was awesome. She had been jilted by Scott. Ooh. Scott's and the hair just like yeah, it fit perfectly with her face. Like <laughs> it, it did. It took me a while when I started watching the newsroom to realize that that was a uh, that was her. <laughs> and I went, oh, she's the angry girl from Scott. One of the angry girls from Scott Pilgrim. One of the angry girls. Not the Bay Whitman angry girl. Well, they did pretty good. I mean, not, not all the girls were angry. Mm-hmm. Nine yeah. said the most reason to be angry, and she ended up being the most uh, yeah. understandable. Mm-hmm. I just woke up and you were in my dream. I dreamt that you were delivering me this package. Is that weird? It's not weird at all. It's not. No, it's just you have this really convenient subspace highway running through your head that I like to use. It's like three miles and 15 seconds. Right, right. I forgot you guys don't have that in Canada. You don't remember me, do you? We met at the party the other day. Were the Pac-Man guy? No, not even. That was some total ass. I was the other guy. You know, you need to sign for this, whatever this is. But if I sign for it, you'll leave. Yeah, it's how it works. Okay, well, maybe... Do you want to hang out sometime? Get to know each other? You're the new kid on the block, right? I've lived here forever, so... There are reasons for you to hang out with me. You want me to hang out with you? Um, yeah, if that's cool. I say yes, we sign for your damn package. So, yeah, 8 o'clock. So, did you guys uh, enjoy the ending? And do you think it tied the movie together and tied up all the loose ends at the very ending? Uh, tied up the loose I mean, I didn't feel there were a lot of loose ends in the movie to start with. But uh, it was kind of knife shows her maturity and says, basically, you know, 
go off with Ramona and he does. And it's kind of, it's, I, I think it's sweet and it's enough of a wrap up. I didn't go like, God, I need to know what happens beyond <laughs> the, that. <laughs> the Did they get married? Kind of, it made me rethink how I saw the whole movie. This, this ending scene is because you see her walk away and Scott's back with knives. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, did I like, is this all about Scott and I was like, have I been reading this wrong the whole time wanting him to end up with Ramona? And I had to rethink everything. I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what's supposed to happen. Maybe he is supposed to be with knives. I mean, they obviously had that great fight scene together. They had good chemistry. And then obviously we find out that's not what happened, but it did kind of throw me the first time I saw it. I was like, wait a minute, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I was, if I was going to be satisfied with that as yeah, an ending, like is this, this is what you're giving me. I wasn't expecting this. Well, because he then, just defeated all the League of Seven X's, it, it would be kind of weird to kind of go like, "Well, that was for nothing." Yeah, knives. I love you. <laughs> you know what, Ramona? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> and that's what was kind of knives. Kind of like spoke for my inner self when she said that. She's like, "Go get her." I was like, "Yeah, that's right. Go get her." <laughs> And then Squeaker took a cold shower. It was yeah, a, it was I, I a, liked it. I, a good ending to the movie. Was, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kent. What were you saying? <laughs> I liked the ending. I thought it was a nice, you know, it had that little nice touch with knives, you know, basically, yeah. you know, saying, "Hey, you've been chasing her this whole time," you know. And I thought that was, you know, not, her not having any, you know, resentment, which was really nice. And and I thought that added to the. The story. Plus, she was dating Neil, through. wasn't she? Um, Formerly young Neil. And, the, and by that point, yeah. Right. Well, then she started <laughs> yeah. dating Neil. Well, plus, of you course, know, yeah, yeah. So, and we don't know how far that yeah. went because she we don't said, really grab into that cool story for Scott, anyway. So. Yeah. At the bar, and, right. right? Yes, yes. And that was a nice tie back into the you know the statement from earlier, um, you know where. Um, Scott's roommate tells her, you know, hey, right, right. You're, you're too cool for him, you know. So that that was a nice little touch too. I, I liked, uh, I liked the fact that you know they walked off together, and that was you know kind of the storybook, you know, ending. Um, I almost thought like you know the same thing that maybe it wasn't going to go that way. So it was nice to have it, and I, I, I think there was, and I'm, I'm not sure of this, and Squeaker, you might be able to help us on it. There was a lot of other, yeah. So they actually endings. filmed a correct? different ending originally, um, and it was kind of set up the same way. It started at that same point where Scott and Knives were talking, and Ramona started walking away, and then Scott tells Knives, "He said, hey, hold on one second. and he goes and talks to Ramona, and kind of they just go their separate ways. Then he goes back with Knives, and they go back to the arcade, and. Uh, play that same game again that dance dance revolution type of game yeah and then it gets to the point where it's the continuous screen and they kind of look at each other and then it fades out like the actual movie fades out with the continuation clock going counting down so it's the same last scene mm. but just how they different. got there was different yeah different players huh yeah interesting i, I don't think i would have been as happy with that what? one no I don't either, and I, I I really liked the ending on this. I thought it would have been really it would have been really hard and, to come know, off because the whole Nega Scott thing is funny, where it's this built up as this big f fight, and he's like, I've got to do this myself, and he comes out and they're buddies and stuff. If you went to that where mm -hmm. 
right into him staying with like knives. It would just be like such a weak ending. <laughs> It'd be like, why did we watch this movie? What happened? Yeah. What was the purpose? Yeah. What What was the whole reason behind this? They could say it's Canada, and we go, oh, I guess there was no purpose. Oh yeah. And I host. Just do say a, and it would have been fine. <laughs> Sorry, we love Sorry. you, Canada. Sorry, Canada, we love you. <laughs> Keep listening. <laughs> I guess if we're gonna date, you may have to defeat my seven evil exes. You have seven evil ex boyfriends. Seven evil exes, yes. And I have to fight defeat. Defeat your seven evil exes if we're going to continue to date. Pretty much. So what you're saying right now is we are dating? Uh, I guess. Does that mean we can make out? Sure. Cool. So <laughs> we we got an alternate ending here too. So. <laughs> oh wow, guys, you don't know what you missed, but we're gonna <laughs> leave it at that. Um, you know, it really sucks though. What? Everything. Come on, guy. You can't say you didn't see this coming. What? What did you think these were? Kisses? Seven little kisses? Seven deadly exes. 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 Oh, why does everything have to be so complicated? What movies have you guys been watching lately since you've been in quarantine? What's, what, what's been on your... Uh, your I've been all over the place. Last night I watched Platoon, uh, which I watched... When that came out, I watched it Wonderful. five times at the movie theater. Wow. Love that movie. It's still good. It still holds up. It's, it's well wow. done. I mean, it's Vietnam. But, I mean, the, the camera work and everything, and it still holds up for me and the acting and everything. Uh, I've been on this weird sci-fi kick mm-hmm. that Laura would probably like because it's strange movies like The Mole People and Tarantula. Oh, and uh, what did I watch yesterday? The Incredible Shrinking Man, oh, which when I was a kid, we loved this movie. And then I'm watching it now, and I'm going, holy mm-hmm. shit, the main character is such a douche, misogynistic bastard. Because that's the time it was made. He was just like, there's a part where he's on the boat with his wife and he goes, ah, I could really use a drink. And she goes, oh, okay. And he goes, yep, I I really would like it. Are you going to get me a drink? (laughs) She's like, she goes, oh, well, well, you can get it. And he's like, I'm on vacation. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but it's it's all littered with this little misogynistic stuff. And you're like, thank I'm glad you got so small nobody knows where you went. Uh five to seven is another movie I saw. I'm just bouncing right out of that side. Five to seven, not nine to five. Five to seven with um Anton Yelchin. And it's a rom it is. It's really well because it's that. not it my really genre. Good. I don't do romantic movies mm-hmm. usually, but uh, Anton Yeltsin plays a uh, mm-hmm. uh, a writer or a wannabe writer, and he starts dating an older woman, but she's married to a diplomat, so they can only meet between five to seven, and that's when their affair exists. And it's just very well written, very well acted, and it's. Uh, it, I'm sad that he's gone. Yeah, far too young. In life, but those were my big ones, and it's just a lot of crap TV. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching you? You, uh, what we what do in the shadows watching? again. Uh, I've been watching 
the TV show. The, the, it's, the movie or the TV really, show? Really, really excellent. Mm-hmm. It's as good as the movie. I I love it. And season two is every bit as good as season one. They just got signed for season three, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, rewatching The Good Place. Um, I watched A Bridge Too Far today in honor Ooh. of Day, and it's real good. It's still real good. Little Michael Caine, little Sean Connery. Oh, know. actually, that's on Hulu, isn't it? Because I was watching it the other day and fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Yes, it makes it. It's an. Oh uh, no, it's a really good movie. It's it's, a great, it's long. It's a good film. It's a long yeah, movie. it's really long. It's too. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I've been watching uh, a lot of Squeaker. How about you? Things on Netflix. I watched um, Porn. Dead to Me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, dead, oh, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, good. Fun. The it's, Christina Applegate. It's kind of cute. I like it. I heard that's it's really little, good. You know, like can get a little convenient mm-hmm. with the writing at times, but it's it's entertaining for sure. <laughs> um, I enjoyed uh, Riverdale. I watched the most recent right. season. Why? Um, <laughs> when did you When did you give up, Patrick? What, how, how many seasons? Uh, it's Riverdale. I made it through the first season, and then somewhere oh, in the second oh. season, I went, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> and I just stopped watching. I went, you know. I can stop watching TV shows if I'm not enjoying them. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the first times I came to that conclusion. I went, I can just stop watching this. <laughs> Heroes, I almost watched every season of that show. And uh, uh, that shit the bed somewhere probably before two. the second. Season two shat the bed. They shat <laughs> it early. It yeah. still went on a couple more seasons. Yeah. See, for me, it's got to be really, really bad for me to stop. Like, If it's just like kind of bad, I'm going to keep going just to see what but it's there's. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yes, Gregor, you like you like to finish them no matter like no matter what, which is I got to give you. Uh, no, I started okay. another one. You're staying it's with okay. it. No, it's okay. Never, I got to know how the story it's bad. ends. I can't. There's I can't too go. many things out there to watch. To not yeah. <laughs> Plus, you probably didn't feel cheated by the. Did you watch right. Lost, Squeaker? Yeah. Were you a Lost person? Wait, not in its time. Um, <laughs> I, w- I went back later and watched it. Um, actually, so many people the, felt betrayed by the I'm the last so episode. Bad. Yeah. Like you Laura. know what? Actually, I take that back. Yeah, Laura, Laura's been having trouble <laughs> having um, therapy. Because I'll still get mad and yell at people on Facebook about it. The first episode I ever watched of Lost was the last episode. I watched it. Li- I watched it live as it was happening because I was like, I want to see what this is all about. And so you watched the last episode. Okay. I got 20 minutes into the last episode <laughs> and I turned it off after watching it faithfully every week for six years. 20 wow. minutes into the last episode, I was like, fuck you. So you've never seen the full last episode? Nope. And I'm not going to watch it. Oh, well, you should. You're, I mean, um, I no, you want to hate no. it properly, you should. <laughs> no. No. I went no. back well, and watched well, Lost All Again when it was on. What's that? G G4 used to be a TV station where like they used to do games and stuff like that. It was a total oh. nerd type of thing. I think it was G4, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. uh, like Attack of the Show was one of their shows on there. But uh, they had gotten the rights to Lost and showed it like four episodes every Monday. And I, I got in the habit of rewatching the entire thing. Still hate the last episode. but So uh, yeah. what what do you hate about it? Lost? Both of you, yeah. Because I, I never, I mean, it's it's not great, but it, the I end, didn't hate the it. The end was a cop-out. Yeah. But why? Was like, what about it? It was like, oh, they're all dead. They weren't dead the whole time, though. <laughs> and they made yeah, that sound. They were, the, no. they were dead the whole time. Yeah. No, they weren't. You, yeah. I don't think you made it through the whole thing. That they weren't dead the whole thing. They weren't dead. Everything that happened on the island happened. 
That's why you're having like therapy Someone should be mad at themselves now, for not Laura, finishing it. <laughs> yeah, Laura, actually, that everything that they even say, everything that happened on the island happened. Just watch the last episode. We'll have an intelligent discussion about somebody, stupidity. Somebody jumped the gun and, and wanted to be mad. <laughs> so are you going to come at me about River Riverdale when that all wraps up and be like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> I don't think that's the kind of show you can, get, you can get mad at uh, stopping watching." <laughs> well, the first the first couple of episodes of Riverdale were like uh, Twin Peaks meets Archie Comics, and I went, "That's a really weird." combination so i was intrigued and then that ended and it just got it jumped it, you went to stupid town yeah i mean it's still stupid town i mean the, mo- <laughs> the most recent season was better than the one before it but it's still yeah do you watch the 100 <laughs> no, i don't even know what that is oh okay patrick didn't you watch the uh kill the messenger uh michael quest's movie didn't you watch that this week or last? Maybe that was last week. Nope. Don't know what you're Did talking you not watch about. Watch it. Kill the messenger. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I thought you'd actually watch that one. I, I watched it, um, and I thought for sure you said something about it. Um, oh, maybe it was a, another uh, uh, VP. Oh, okay. Actually, this is other podcast that, that he's that cheating on us with. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. Steve, uh, Steve Saxon. Oh, okay. Steve Saxon actually had uh, contacted me about that. And and I watched it and it was really good. I mean, I, I like Michael Quest. I think he does a great job. I don't know who that is. Things like I don't know. Homeland and and uh, uh, he was the creator of. Uh, he was like the kind of the showrunner of uh, Homeland and and uh, also. Uh, um, oh, okay. Was now he's killed the messenger. A show or is it a uh, so uh, yeah movie? It's a movie. It's, it's a movie. Uh, I think it's on. It's on ten Netflix words or less. Right now, what's it about? So. Yeah. Um. Um, it, it's a, I don't want to give it away too much. Just, I would just say, check it out. It's a, it's a good kind of espionage type film. Um, uh, on Netflix. kind of interesting little twist to it. So, Oh, uh, you know, what's on HBO on now. That's really yeah. fun is ready or not. Yeah. I know. I watched that last that night. Was actually. Fun. I, yeah, that was fun. That was one of the films I watched. Cool. Thank you was, for reminding me. I was entertained. Me. I entertained by it. Didn't. Yeah, um, I watched a movie uh, that's on Amazon right now. It's called a man, uh, a man called Ove, um, and it's uh, it's really, really. I highly recommend it. It's a, uh, I think, I think it's Swedish film, um, but just the most grumpy old man you can ever imagine trying to. Commit oh, suicide. that movie was. Um... And, uh, all I can say is it's so well done. I. I mean, I even teared up in it. It's just absolutely. So when that came out in 2015, and I, and I saw the trailer at the Ballantine Theater, which doesn't exist anymore, but it was one of our art houses. We have none now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the trailer for that, and I went, "Oh my god, I want to see that so badly!" And completely forgot about it until you just described it now. Yeah. I wanted to see it in the theater and I missed it. And then I saw that it popped up on Amazon. Um, and I, I was just, you know, I was like, Oh, I mean, watch it. And I started watching it and it's just, it's really good. Like, I mean, really cute film. So well acted, just very believable and, and just well done all the way through. Um, I watched, I also watched one on Netflix. That, uh, I started that White one. Lines. 
and uh, white lines like yeah, lines really or lines like so, like cocaine, yeah. as in like gotcha. coke, like cocaine. Yeah, it's hard to tell your accent sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, white lines, I, white lines. Sometimes I know. It, um. Uh. And then I watched uh, Ocean's Eleven, the original one, uh, with the the Rat Pack, uh, which was fun. Uh, we watched that on the big screen, and and uh, it just it, I forgot about that film and hadn't watched it in, in years, and just said, "Well, I'm gonna give it another Sweet. shot and check it out." But yeah, very, very, very good to watch a film like that, and then they, you know, they, of course they redo it, so it's a uh, it's fun. And uh, uh, Wild Tales, if you guys get a chance, is a Spanish uh, Spanish or Argentina film. Um, where it's basically short films that are put together. Oh, that's right. You were telling me Don't make that, sense yeah. in any which way or what through it, but very good. I mean, each one of them is so good. And there's two of them. I'm not going to tell you the premise on them because that would give it away. But there's two of them in it that are just so good that you're just like, wow. And I, I actually saw them in a film festival and had saw the movie came up, and then I was like, well, I'm not you know check it out and i watched them all and it's just it's really good it's well done well directed um and simple stories but they're funny and good and just each and i did see it's a mad 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 world finally i got it on dvd for 3.99 i was very excited it was very exciting that's a long ass movie it really is it's i have it too and it's two tapes yeah (laughs) what year did that come out Um, what's that what year was that? Oh fuck! Uh, early early sixties. Yeah, sixties, okay. right? Awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also watched the uh, Cohen sixty three uh, Blood Simple, oh, wow. which Blood Simple. I, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my second. That's yeah, my second seen favorite that? Cohen Brothers yeah, movie. Was first. first First one's Miller's Crossing. Yeah. I'm the I, complete opposite of everyone else. Most people like Raising Arizona or, or one of the funny ones. Mm-hmm. Miller's Crossing is my numero uno. Yeah. All by Blood Simple. Didn't, like did you watch um, one yeah. recently? You watch. Uh, uh, what, what, um, what was it? Because I feel like I watched it. Yeah. The one Cohen we, we had talked about on the podcast. Um, Not the Western one. No. That was stupid. Yeah, um, uh, Oscar Isaac. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, I did watch it. The uh, uh, what the farts is his All name? Of our it, <laughs> it's because uh, I kept saying his name wrong. Uh, Kent, you know this movie with Oscar Isaac is his first inside big movie. Lewin Davis. Yes, Lewin Lewin Davis. Did you like that one? I yeah, yeah, did, yeah, so. but I'm good with one showing of it because it's kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like Miller's Crossing, I think, is super the the way it was put together. That whole com. Uh, it's like when you watch something like uh, was it Usual Suspects and you go, wow, that took some time to really mm-hmm. put together this whole thing. Miller's Crossing took some time to put all the pieces together. Lewin Davis was was fascinating. He was frigging great in it. But it was just kind of like, all right, he's just kind of meandering through life. And that was it. <laughs> more about it. Yeah. Oh, we can leave it it's, at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, yeah. It's really interesting that you chose Miller's crossing out of all of, uh, mm-hmm. all of, all of their films. Um, and that being your one, 
because um, I would have thought if I was thinking for you, I've never seen that whole like movie. Brother, where are oh, it's so good. But I'll tell you one thing: uh, is it's a comedy, right? It's really good. I don't do well with Coen Brothers comedies for some mm-hmm. reason. I just go like Raising Arizona. I I despise it, and I will watch it again and see if I could pinpoint why. But I just don't like it. Well, that one's different than Oh Brother, and it's different than Hudsucker Proxy. I think, oh, and uh, Sucker. I haven't seen Hudsucker. What's the one yeah. with uh, uh, Burn After Reading? Yeah. And, uh, uh, what is that? Yeah, or Julius or Caesar or something like that. Uh, uh, Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. I like that. It was fine. It Hail wasn't Caesar, great, but it was Hail fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. I wasn't, no. I mean, my, the ones that, that really stick out to yeah. me Fargo's are good. Uh, Fargo, of course. Yeah. Uh, good. The, big, the Big Lebowski and... Um, um, oh yeah! No country for old men. I, I like about half of fa- that. One movie. of my favorites of the theirs. Uh, <laughs> it's so intense. It's so intense. Um, I love the the coin flipping in that, and uh, you know, it's just. But you know, I mean, they've done some interesting films. So, well, anyway, so uh, you know, we want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, you know it's been fun having you guys on here again and being able to chit chat and see each other and catch up with things. And, um, but we want to, you know, make sure you go out and you rate, you write a review, you subscribe and you share this show with friends. That's the one thing that helps us to continue to do this. And, um, you know, we're, like I said, we're super excited and thank you for listening and, you know, anything you guys want to say to the listeners out there, because, you know, we're getting them, you know, tons of people from Facebook and uh, it's funny even going down the street. Hey, you want the street, Kent, there's a pandemic. Wear your mask. Actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do. Actually, I, have, I have a prepared statement so. for all the listeners. If I can uh, <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh, great. Dear listeners. Go, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> no, I, I've got, I, I don't have anything. But I, <laughs> I'm looking for a date. I've not been out of my room for four weeks, eight weeks. They're all running together now. I really don't know. So if you're cute, uh, just my number is seven. We're not there yet. We we might get there. uh, What month is it? It's May. Maybe by July. That'll be (laughs) there. Maybe. Kent, uh, what have you talked about the next movie? Hmm. Is there, you have any idea? Uh, you know, which, who, I'm not even sure who's listening going squeakers, on to right? next time. Uh, so, this was, yeah. yeah. And what yeah. did we do before that? This was Squeaker, so. Find it or? Yeah. Well, I think it's Patrick's uh, film Look that out. we get to choose next. So, uh, <laughs> what do you guys think? What Look you out. Think? Yes. Look out. We're going to go deep into uh, the well. Um, <laughs> Turbo, Turbo Kid. Kid. What do you guys think? Turbo, Turbo Kid? Kid. Is that the one? All right. When, when was that made? 1918? 2015. Maybe. So close. That was very close. 2015. 1918. Okay, cool. awesome. <laughs> well, great. So it's on. And, it, and, and, and we think it's possibly like on Amazon, yeah, right? Yeah, Streaming somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Tubi. It's on Tubi and on so. Amazon. Yeah. Well, great. So, you know, if you're watching or listening to the show, uh, you know, make sure you go out and watch it. You're going to love that's it. That's going to be our next one, Turbo Kid. It's awesome. <laughs> love it. Well, once, once again, we want to thank everyone for listening. And once again, rate, review, subscribe, 
and tell all your friends about you know adult beverage film podcast <laughs> because we need all the help we can and we you're, you. you're the reason we're here yes. so yes 600 of you that are listening so thank you so much um but uh, and if you're not, you know, go on to Facebook and follow Instagram. us on Facebook, uh, you know, and Twitter and on Instagram too. Yeah, so get out and you know support, support your your uh, starving artist. So uh, anyway, we want to thank everybody once again and uh, love keep you. listening and be safe Happy and we love you. <laughs> Hey, if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you might want to check out the Second Sticks podcast. Uh, Nick Brown puts on one incredible little show there. Um, and it, what he does is he interviews all different types of people that work in the film business. Uh, everything from directors of photography down to script supervisors to lit- literary managers. Uh, and each one is a unique voice. And, and it's just kind of interesting if you're interested in how to make films. Check it out um, on any of your little locations you uh, listen to your podcast thank you for listening to adult beverage podcast this podcast has been brought to you by our sponsors bricks wood-fired pizza where they bring people together be sure to visit adultbeverage.org on the web to join the conversation access the show notes and discover our new fantastic bonus content you have just listened to the Adult Beverage Podcast with your host Patrick, Laura, and Kent love this episode of Adult Beverage Podcast Head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you might listen to your podcast to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. That's this week's episode of the Adult Beverage Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.